0: Welcome to Kingstar Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. Okay, um, let us go through the scriptures. Uh, actually, it's more like I'm taking you through the history of why the blood. Why the blood? Because Christianity is a bloody religion, it is a bloody faith um no wonder <clears throat> no wonder when christianity was was growing in the very in the beginning of, in the in the book of acts um according to history around that time they would say that this is a cult because they're, they 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 eat the body of their god and drink the blood of their god and I am pretty sure the day Jesus told, you know, the disciples and the people around them that, I mean, unless you eat of me and drink of me, you know, I'm pretty sure the people were like, ah, sasa, uko kabisa na za watu. So it was considered a cult. Christianity was considered a cult. And then um, growing up, I would think, you, you know, tuna tuna. We we would grow up having not having the proper understanding as to why the blood, but then we would be told, you know, when you're going to partake of the of the bread and of the blood, there's a certain way you're supposed to carry yourself. You're supposed to walk while you know while holding your hands together, and then you go, you uh huh, and then you receive the car, you know, the, the kamkate, and then you just take it in, and then you move away. By the way, you don't drink the blood; you're just given the body. So and the blood is drunk by somebody else on your behalf. And then you go home, you know, you sit down on that chair as in really, really repenting, really, really, you know. Ma'am, I was yet to understand why the blood. And by the way, I would question, why are we not the ones drinking the blood also? Why... (laughs) Okay, that is Remy Male for you. Remy Male, it's good to see you. <laughs> uh, why are we also not drinking the blood? So, I would, uh, there are many things I would question. There are many questions I would have, and I wouldn't have much, you know, I wouldn't have a lot of answers um, because at times somebody can answer you from a knowledge point of view, not from a revelation point of view. And because it is knowledge, you just say, ah, it is, it is what we grew up doing. You just do as the rest of us do. So we just did as the rest of them did. But really, why the blood? Why is it that from the Old Testament to the New Testament, even unto what we probably might be tempted to call post um, um, um New Testament, that is the book of Revelation. Why is the blood always at the center of everything? As in you you don't go anywhere without the blood. You are not a Christian if you have not come across the blood. The only thing that has made you a Christian is the fact that Jesus Christ, you know, shed his blood for you. So why exactly the blood? Truth be told, we don't know. Sorry. It's because God wants it. And why God wants it, we don't know. All we know is that whenever there is injustice, blood has to be shed so that he is appeased. All we know is that somehow blood makes him happy. Why? We don't know. He's God. So I'm not trying to, I won't won't come here and be a great theologian and tell you, it's because, uh uh-uh, it is what he wants. And if that is what he wants, that is what he gets. Because he's God. And we don't question why he wants the blood. Now, without the blood, there is no remission of sin. As in, you cannot have fellowship with God without the blood. We see Abel. Let's start from the from 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 from, from Genesis. First of all, Adam and Eve, the mess how they mess. If if you are a Christian, you know Adam and Eve, they messed. sour. Actually, um Adam was given uh was given instructions not to eat not to eat of the fruit. Eve came, um 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 of course The devil came, pursued um Eve. Eve went and you know, convinced their husband, they ate of the fruit, and from that day they had the knowledge of good and evil and because they had the knowledge of good and evil now they know sin because sin has now entered and because sin enters sin separates man and god before that there was no sin so there was a proper relationship a very close relationship between man and um 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 man, man and god so because the first adam failed there had to come a second adam who will who would finish that which the first adam could not be able to do now we see the very first time that God covers them, He takes an animal, slaughters the animal, and then covers Adam and Eve, because before that they were naked. So He covers them, kamakiashiria, or as a, as a, as, a, as a, what do we call it? It's a, it's a type of it's a type of um the sacrifices that have to be done. Now we fast forward, we go to Abel. Able for him to give worship to God. Blood has to be spilled. In Genesis we see. um, Actually Hebrews 11. uh, Hebrews 11.4. Let's just go through it. The Bible talks about how. How Abel brought forth the firstlings of his lock. And to the Lord he brought a sacrifice. Um, It says by faith. Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous God testifying of his gift and through it he be, he he being dead still speaks So the first act of worship first act of worship is is connected to the blood connected to a certain blood Now the Bible actually he is the first believer we see Having fellowship with God by shedding blood. That blood appeased God. You know, when growing up, you would be told that Cain brought forth, you know, Nyanya oza, and siju Maembe Ariofanyanini Bamiya, whatever. We were told that he brought rotten um, 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 anything, rotten sacrifices. But it was not as pleasing because there was no blood. But Abel came by faith. How did he know that God wants blood? Honestly, I don't know. The Bible does not disclose it. But for some reason, Abel knew that if at all I slaughter something, the Lord will be appeased. So worship involves blood. Hello? Hello? So the very first worship we see the very first thing, the very first act of faith, which, you know, was, was a form of worship involved a shedding of blood. And then we fast forward and we go ahead and we come across, um, um, we come, we come across Noah and the flood you know the the, the 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 earth messes up the people become so wicked until the lord regretted um creating them and then he decides that i am going to send forth a flood he sends forth a flood and the whole nation is in flood and all the people die but the first thing noah does as he comes out he offers a sacrifice a bloody sacrifice that tells me whenever there is a new beginning of anything, blood has to be shed. Hello, are we together. Now, Abel and Noah, at a new beginning, it is not without the blood. Tell your neighbor, there is nothing that shall be done without the blood. Tell your neighbor, not without the blood. We fast forward, we come to Isaac and Abraham. Isaac, we know and the way the Lord um, you know, the, the way Abraham had waited on Isaac for forever. Suddenly Isaac is here and the man of God is enjoying his parenthood, is enjoying being a father and suddenly the Lord tells him I want you to sacrifice your one and only son. The, f- the son you love. The favorite son. Sacrifice. So I want to see how much do you love me? How deep does it go? How, 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 what is our relationship like? How deep do we go when it comes to our relationship? Are you willing to shed blood for our relationship? Hello? You're you, you you are looking at me um, a certain way. Now, God calls for the one and only son of abraham well we know abraham and he was told that he'll be given a name um um, um, a great name and of course most of us think is just you know the name of abraham the lord gave him a great name no he was talking about in the future the name of jesus christ because that would be the name above every other name so god demands blood God demands sacrifice of the one and only son, which is a type of how he himself is going to give his one and only son for the sake of the world. Now, substitution comes in. That God is now now beginning to tell a people that for you to come close to me, your sin has to be substituted to a certain person or a certain blood or a certain life of a thing. Your sins have to go to a particular person or a particular animal. The blood has to keep speaking so that you and I can have a relationship. So we see for the first time substitution happening because Isaac is not killed but the Lord provides for himself a ram. So another taratibu kuingiza the systems of you know, the, 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 what you come to read in the book of Leviticus then Abraham um, or Isaac, because in the book of in the book of uh, in the book of Hebrews, we do believe that Isaac died and he came from the dead by faith, are we together by faith, because Abraham believed that this is it. I have killed the young man, he was ready, and because of the readiness and the obedience. God was satisfied that, okay, now I am ready. Now I believe that you truly love me. So by faith, Isaac had died. And he was resurrected. Hello. So we, we start seeing Jesus coming into picture little by little. And then now, later on, almost, you know, 400 years, you know, pass. And then the children of Israel leave Egypt. And the instruction they are given is to slaughter an animal and then to put the blood, you know, the the doorpost. And then he says, when I see the blood, I will pass over. So the blood that Isaac had shed had already covered For the children of Israel. 400 years to come. Now Isaac is growing. Into a whole nation. And now they are found in Egypt. And the Lord has to be reminded. Of the covenant that was made. By Abraham and Isaac dying. Are we together? And then now the blood speaks. Again. And he says if I see the blood. I will pass over. Meaning when judgment is supposed to be spoken over you, as long as I see the blood, I will pass over. As much as injustice has been done in your family, as long as I see the blood, I will pass over. You do not deserve that promotion, but as long as I see the blood, I will pass over. You deserve to be condemned and to be punished, but as long as I see the blood, I will pass over. Amen. Are we together? Uh, please work with me so that to ondoki, mape, nyama. As long as I see the blood. Let me deal with somebody who deals with condemnation and guilt here. As long as he sees the blood, he will pass over. Let me tell you, it is his goodness that covers a multitude of our sins. And my Bible so goes as far as it's not just covering the sin anymore. Now, the, it is a remission of sin. It is wiped away, never to be remembered. If I see the blood, I will pass over. Yes. Hello? In your whole family, you do not deserve to be married. I mean, of all the people, you, you, why should you be the one to be promoted? But if he sees the blood, he passes over. Ah, you people are not working with me. watch By the sprinkling of the door frames of the Israelites with the blood of the Paschal Lamb, By the institution of the Passover, as an enduring ordinance with words, when I see the blood, I will pass over. Now, it is no longer about your blood. It is now about his blood. You don't have to pay a certain price anymore because there is already one, a substitute of you that has paid the price for you. Now, as long as that blood still speaks, he will pass over. And then now we come to the blood of the covenant. Um, these are like, after now, the children of Israel, they have gone out, you know, k- k- cause remember why, why the Lord would pass over is because the spirit of death was released upon the whole of, 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 of Egypt and all the firstborns in Egypt, you know, died and in Egypt, but then 50 days later, now they are found in Sinai. And when they are found in, in Sinai in Genesis, I'm um, in Exodus 24, the, the, the Lord still calls for sacrifices now. He puts up a whole institution. And he puts up now, you know, the, the whole tent. Come There is an outer outer court, there is an inner court, and then there is the holy of holies. And then he gets into details of how a person is supposed to approach. So on the very outer court, there is still blood that has to be shed. And then when you enter into the inner court, now there is where you find the gold, uh, um, all those things. The, 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 the in all those things now the blood has to be sprinkled and then when you enter the holy of holies there is entered only once a year but the only way you have access is if the high priest is carrying the offering of blood and that's the only time he will mention that name that's above every other name by that time we do not know it as jesus it is just yahweh so he mentions it once and for a whole year the sins of the people are covered. Sicknesses and diseases are passed over. The children of Israel, they did not have the name of Jesus. How were demons being chucked out of them? How were they being healed? I mean, that, does it mean that because cause we, we we have an understanding or um, or a, a perception that they were not born again? Because to you, your understanding of being born again is if you have said, Jesus, Jesus, I'm coming to my life, coming to my life. I receive you today, I receive it today as the Lord and Savior, as the Lord and the Savior of my life, of my life. And from today, from today, I'm born again, I'm born again. Some of us, that's how we think that is being born again. But really, being born again is believing that Jesus is Lord, confessing it with your mouth and believing it in your heart. Now, to them, as much as they were not allowed to mention the name that is above every other name, but they believed in their hearts that Yahweh is God. And the high priest would mention that name once a year. That was enough for them to stay healthy. That was enough for them to not be condemned by sins. And that's why if this person sins like now, now there are those that go and deliberately choose to do some other things. Now those ones were stricken with leprosy. But even when they are stricken with leprosy, still there would be some... Madawa, for lack of better words. Yeah. And they would be, you know, they would be smeared and then they would heal. But then they would have to go to the priest so that they can be checked if at all they are now healed because leprosy was a sign of sin. Are we together? So it's not that they did not have any hope. Because when you go and you check, you don't see so many people having issues with demons. I mean, when, when you read the Old Testament, you don't see them. Somehow, the Lord will take care of them. That's why he says their clothes would grow with them. There was no sickness upon them. Why? The blood was speaking for them. The presence of God was always with them. So sometimes. No. The Lord had it covered. I mean don't, don't feel sorry for God. <laughs> you are feeling sorry for the people of God. No. That's why they died believers. And that is why there were two sections in hell. Oh, underneath. There was the upper sheol. And there was the um, lower sheol. The upper sheol. All the believers were on the upper sheol. So, Akina Abrahamu, Akina Musa, Akina Daudi, Akina all those people they are at the upper shield. That's why when Jesus is giving the parable of Abraham and Lazarus, he says, I mean, um, of, of Abraham and Lazarus, I mean, Lazarus, you know, laying on the chest of, 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 of Abraham. And then there was that rich man who now said, at least send a people to, 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 to the earth, uh, to tell my brothers, to tell my people that there is hell. They could see each other. He would say, send Lazarus to give me a drop of water. Because wherever he is, it is so hot. So there was a separation and then Abraham tells him where you are and where we are there is just a huge separation as in there is no way I can send Lazarus for you. So there was an upper sheol and a lower sheol. That's why in Matthew 28 if not 24 when Jesus resurrects he resurrects with all these people and Bonduguzao, they saw them because they went to their people and they showed themselves to their people. Why? Because Jesus came, and he took all the believers with him. The ones who died as not believers remained in the lower sheol. They are there, Pakaleo. They are waiting for all of us to be judged, <laughs> so that wanao watupe kwenye ziwa la. So after Jesus resurrected and went with all the believers now you no longer have access to down there unless you are a witch or you have died in sin. But otherwise you should not have contact with the dead. When you die, when you die, immediately. So when you die right now, it's ever heaven or hell. There is no more lower Sheol or upper sheol. It's done. Why? All the judgment was done on the cross. All the judgment was done on the cross, baby. Here is where I thank God for school. now that is in the old testament because in all those years this continued for 1,500 years. one 1,500 years. That is what would have to happen. Every year, the high priest would have to go to the Holy of Holies. And every time a person has done anything, blood, blood, there has to be blood. Otherwise, you cannot have access to God. Only the blood can come for your sin. Otherwise, you don't have fellowship with the Lord. And then, 1,500 years later, Jesus comes. Jesus comes, and with his coming, the Bible says, "...all things passed away, and all things became new." Not necessarily that when he just came, everything became new. When he just came now, he was finishing that Old Testament, that Old Covenant. And then after he had died is when the New Testament now began to work. However, when he comes... We want to see the. We want to see the relationship between Jesus and the blood. I mean, he would always say. Actually, for, for, for the very beginning, John, John the Baptist, um, 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 introduces him, and he says, "This is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world." And then later on, he says, "This is the one who would baptize you with the Holy Spirit." So. As the as John the Baptist is introducing Jesus, he begins with what he has to do. Or what his call is right now. And that if number one does not happen, number two shall not happen. So he says, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then he also says, this is the one who baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Meaning, if at all he does not die, if his blood is not shed on the cross, forget about the coming of the Holy Spirit. So we see Jesus... Time and time again, reassuring people or telling people the call that he has. He himself many times would declare that his death on the cross was the purpose of which he was brought into the world. And then he goes on and he starts talking about how um, how he is the bread of life, how his flesh is the bread of life, and how he would give it, you know, he would give it for the life of the world. And then four times he said, Except you drink the blood, you have no life in you. Then he says, he that drinks my blood has everlasting life. And then he says, my blood is drink indeed. And then he says, he that drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him. Now, to metoka kwenye kuchinja so that we have fellowship. Tukaja kwenye the sprinkling and then tukaja kwenye yes, the sprinkling. But now we have moved further from sprinkling, now we have come into drinking. In the beginning, the relationship will be there, but on a certain distance. And then he moves the people closer. That if you want to be, you know, with me, first you have to cleanse your way, and then you have to, you know, uh, um, toss a in a flani. the blood has to be involved. And then as days go by, now the people are being, I mean, um, uh, he sprinkles, you know, in the in the, in the Holy of holies, and then, um, of course, in the, in the, in the, In the in the, in the holies, and then later on in the holy of holies, and then a person has access, but through the priest. And then now he comes, he's saying, you must drink of me. If you drink of me, you are in me and I am in you. So fellowship has moved, has moved from outer to somewhere outer and then somebody else representing you. That's why I don't believe in people representing us as saints. To now him being in you and you in him, and the only way for him to be in you and you in him is if you drink of the blood. That's why we have the holy communion to remind ourselves of that covenant, and not just remind to also renew. Are we together, what Yesu? So to metoko to Not without the blood, baby. No relationship without the blood. So he goes ahead, he dies for the people on the cross, and then um he confirms the teaching of the old testament and offerings, and then um all those the, the scriptures you can go through Matthew 20, 26, 28, and then he says, Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Um meaning only his blood can, can, can deal with our sins, and only by his blood we can come close to him. And then we move from now Jesus has already died on the cross. People already know that we are supposed to be drinking his blood for us to have a relationship with him. And then now we see the apostles teaching on that same situation, teaching on, that, on the revelation of the blood. What exactly has the blood done for us? So we come across Paul. Hebrews 9, actually, okay, Hebrews, we are not sure who wrote, who wrote Hebrews, but we do believe Paul is the one who was narrating and there was somebody else who was writing it. So he says, we read concerning our Lord that by his own blood he entered into the holy place. Hebrews 9 in fact when you read the the, the book of Hebrews chapter number 9 the whole of it you get a much much better picture on how the old testament or how the old covenant was dealt with and then how the new covenant came in and how the new covenant is much better than the old testament. Now Jesus himself being the high priest is the one who got to the holy of holies. And because he got to the Holy of Holies, of course you do not enter the Holy of Holies without the blood. And of course he went with his own blood. And as long as we know that he went with his own blood, he is not the lamb of God who um, 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 who is three years old or who is one year old, who can only cover the sins for a certain number of time. No, he is the everlasting lamb of God. Meaning his blood has the ability to cover the sins of the people eternally. So he enters once and for. All that thing does not have to be repeated over and over and over again. He says the blood of Christ shall purge you, shall purge your conscience. Let me tell you something. In the beginning, this, the sins would be covered. But now the sins are removed. But not only are they removed, they are, he also deals with your conscience. Have you ever done something and then you 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 embrace forgiveness you embrace forgiveness so much so that you forget that you actually ever did what you did as in your conscience is clear but before you receiving Jesus whenever you would have done anything when the enemy would come back you would feel like I still need to repent I still need to deal with this. I still need to stop this. So you go back to the same sin. You repent over the same sin. You repent over the same situation. You just repent and repent and repent. But when you grow and you have the understanding, the Bible says that he purges our conscience. To the point now when the enemy brings it to remembrance, it's no longer an issue. You're like, ah, who are you talking about? Me. When? I, I don't even remember it. And then because of that blood, we therefore, brethren, we have boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. The Bible talks about how, how the, how the curtain was broken into two, um, ikiashiria that now people have access to the holy of holies. That you can boldly enter the holy of holies. You can boldly have a relationship with Jesus. You can boldly talk to your heavenly Father. You don't have somebody to. You don't need somebody to stand on your behalf. You can boldly, people. When we talk about boldly, ongelei kinyonge, you going in? You're not sure. Am I forgiven or not? Am I liked or not? Am I re- received or not Uh -uh. we boldly enter the holy of holies we boldly converse with our heavenly father because of the blood when i see the blood i will pass over because that blood now is forever speaking for you and i before the enemy tries to say anything the lord checks and he says ah but there is the blood This one here did one, two, three, and four up, but there is the blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over. That's why we can now go to him. Because you see, there are times we'll be told, you first need to repent, then you go to the father. But the Bible, in fact, even the Old Testament, Jeremiah talks about, um, I, I, I think it's Jeremiah in Lamentation. He talks about how the mercies of God are new every single morning. The guy was foreseeing whenever time shall come where. We do not need to keep repenting. Let me tell you why we repent. We repent for those that are not in Christ. Hello? Okay, kusaidia. Pamana kama As believers, it is our work to allow the kingdom of God to come on earth. And if we are the ones, because we make that prayer, we say your kingdom come, your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, for us, the repentance we do It is for the people. He says, when my people who are called by my name, when we gather together and then we pray and we repent on behalf of the city, on behalf of the nation, on behalf of whatever it is. He says, I shall hear. And then he will heal the land. So him healing the land is how the kingdom of God is made, you know, comes on earth. However, for you, it's not a matter like you cannot. No, it is a family business. It is a family matter. It is you approach him as you approach your heavenly father. You don't go with the expectation that you're going to be stricken to death. We go boldly. We go boldly. Lord, I acknowledge. I have done one, two, three, and four. And I am wrong. Then from there, you walk away as if you never did what you did. Are we together? I don't know if, I don't know if you people are getting me. We turn around and we move. Because what the enemy will do, he'll keep bringing it back up. He keep bringing it back up. As in, but you did, but you did, but you did, but you did. Uh Uh-uh. I boldly. You see what the enemy does with condemnation is that he keeps you from even going to prayers. Uh, People start saying that I don't even feel like I'm worthy getting into prayers. I don't even know if the Lord will hear me. That's why he says boldly. Boldly come. Boldly approach his throne. And once you boldly go there is where you will find help what the enemy does with condemnation is so that you do not get you no know, help because the father you keep away from him he says draw near to me and I will draw near unto you so the father you keep away from him it means the father he is away from you I don't know if you people get me are we we are we together but he says boldly so by his blood by his blood Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By his blood, we can enter the holy of holies. By his blood, we can have a conversation with him. Where does the devil get such boldness? To enter the holy of holies and have a conversation with God. And then he lies to you, the one who is bought by the blood, that you cannot enter your home. I mean, Let me—he makes you a stranger in your own home. Thank you. Blackmailing and manipulation, like, but you did this, you don't deserve. Ah, uh-uh. let me tell you something. I am a product of. Mzemlula and Mama Mlula. No matter what I do, I will not cease to be a child of Mlula. No matter what I do. No matter what I do. And then he says, You having evil fathers, when they ask you, when your children ask you of bread, you don't give them stones. And when they ask you of fish, you don't give them snakes. When they ask you of eggs, you don't give them scorpions. How much more shall your heavenly father give you the Holy Spirit? But I want you to to check here. The Holy Spirit only comes after the blood is shed. So he's also basically indirectly telling you how much more Shall your heavenly father withhold you from having a relationship with him? Because after Jesus dies, the relationship is only connected by the Holy Ghost. I don't know if we are together. Asante sana. So the enemy makes sure that uh -uh, don't go. Uh, Don't go. Let me tell you, I'm a last one. Last ones are special. We are very, very special people. Reason being, we don't care. We enter bedroom. At times we don't even knock. We just enter. Why? Everything is my daddy's. Why should, why why should I ask? Why should I? I mean, uh, the rest of you. Because let me tell you, once it is the firstborn, there's a way the parents are very hard on the last on the firstborns because the firstborn and a mfano. Firstborn, how you act is how the rest of your siblings are going to act. So there is a way you're going to be so strict with you. And Jesus is the firstborn. <clears throat> That's why he had to die. That's why he had to be. And you're okay. So that the rest of us can follow his example, even Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." So there is a, a lifestyle Jesus lived for the rest of us to follow. However, he was a hundred percent man and hundred percent God. Come here, I'm hundred percent human being. I will fall short, whether I like it or not. I will fall short. But then there is a last one who has. The hardest price for me, the last one to enter my father's house and claim what is rightfully mine boldly because somebody else has already paid the price for me. Let me tell you something. Growing up as the last one, my siblings would be set down kwenye as in You people will pukuta your your pockets, eh? so that money can be sent for her, and not, not, not just her school fees, she needs to cloth, she needs to eat, she needs to, so the rest, by the time I would come back home, they are so mad at me, and I wonder, why are these people so mad, I'm just from school, but then, if you're not careful, you, you, you even become entitled, but like, you know, even if I don't say, you people will find a way of paying, which is true, they will find a way of paying, last bonus, are we here? We are special people now that is not an excuse to act you know you know um, however you, you want to act so that you understand that you are a child of God and some of the things you become so difficult on yourself you become so hard on yourself because of the position or the number of which we, we let me tell you. Firstborns think that they have to do everything. Yeah, I mean, hey, they can't. <laughs> At least you have the revelation of Jesus Christ. But I have seen firstborns. Eh? To them, life is risky. You have to work so hard. And you can't afford to make a mistake. You ca- That's firstborns. But do you know, if you're not careful, that is how you act before your heavenly father. You forget there is grace. You forget there is mercy. You forget there is a price that is paid for you. And you feel like you, your works. You think your works is what will bring you what you desire. But little do you know, the grace of God has gone ahead of you. The grace of God has provided for you. All you need to do is believe. And move. Let me tell you. There were times I would be told. You. Life will be so difficult for you. Because you are laser fair. If you know me. You know I'm not laser fair. But. I am too relaxed. I don't worry about tomorrow. I, I, let me tell you. Somehow. Don't, don't leave. Oh, because. I, I, there is someone else who will worry for you. So I got to a place and I was almost scared. I'm thinking was I not serious with life? Am I not serious with life? Because, but for some reason even when I'm worried, things just work for me. Things things are just working. Like, I mean, when I fast, it's because I want to be close to God. Not because I'm in need of uh, it gets to a place after I've fasted enough, I said Chakufia, Odeh I eat. (laughs) Why should I keep myself? There is one who already died for me on the cross. I mean, mean, two two of us uh, doing the same, uh, uh, paying the same price. It's not going to make any sense. So let me tell you something, people. You might be laughing, but there is a serious revelation in it. I relax. It gets to a place when the rest are worried. Oh, I've worried, I've worried, I've worried. And then I ask myself, Evi, why are you worried? What does it add? Am I gonna die? No. Even if I die, will I be the first one to die? No. Ah, so soon there are many other people who have died before. And I am assured that when I die, I go to heaven. Yeah. It's all right. Bring it your best. My life will move on. Boldness. I'm not saying you are being you, you, you're being reckless. Uh uh-uh. ah. There's boldness because I know. The God I serve. I know the promises he has given me. I know the word. I know the price that he has paid for me. I know I don't need to pay another price. He already paid it for me. I have people who told me, hey, you're getting married to this particular family. But there is a certain curse in that family. I said, eh, eh. So? What does the blood of Jesus do then? What's the work of the blood of Jesus? If it cannot break curses. And then I turned it around to them. I said, do you know the curses in our family? Do do, do you know the curses in our family? Do you know how many there are? How long have we been fighting these curses in our families? And you still believe they are still there. And now, now, you want me not to go and get married to this handsome brother. Simply because... Forget it. That car shall not come near me. I shall live a long life. And I will enjoy the brother in Jesus name. Are we not alive? We are here. Some things is just boldness. Boldness. I have decided. I would be asked. So you. You are being Mchungaji. Where is the money? I would say. Do you need money to live? Do you need money to live? You need God to live. God will take care of all of my needs. According to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God will take care of me. I will not come to ask you for rent. I will not come to ask you for food. I will not come to ask you for clothing. I will not come to ask you for anything. Because if the birds of the air... Do not worry. And if the lilies of the valley, I mean, they they look as good as they do, how much more shall God take care of his own? You know what? I'll be fine. Boldness, baby. he paid such a high price for me to live such a such a naishi uh, na wasiwasi hivi na you're not sure i mean kuna kitu kigumu sana nje yani you're just you you you're not you're not sure of life you're not sure of you don't know what is going to hit you you you, you are so afraid hey, there is a lizard oh my god monitoring spirit oh there is a cat oh my god monitoring spirit also there is a what come out in jesus name every time you. You are coming out, coming out and casting out. Where is the boldness? When are you going to rest? Do you know what put the children of, 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 of Israel in trouble? When they refuse to enter his rest. When they refuse to enter his rest. Because to him it's like, I've already paid the price for you people. Why are you restless? Why are you restless? I'm not saying being lazy. People, do not misquote me. There is a difference. So, these people, I've made loss one time. Then I let me, I make loss second time. Then I make loss third time. Ah, I, I said, Kwani Jesus, this business I started it myself. Oh, you, you are the one who told me. Are you, are you a business partner? Business partner, do your work." You enter rest because by worrying, it's not going to help you. But boldness. If you're bold in Him, if you know that you know that you know He's the one who called you, you'll be well taken care of. Ah, uh, tell your neighbor, but by the blood. He said, Jesus also, he might, he might, that He might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered without the hate. Um, he became he he suffered for the sake of the people even without going through the hate he still suffered. Um, we say okay we entering uh, the, the 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 we're entering the holy of holies by boldness. Um, God brought again from the dead out of our Lord Jesus Christ through the blood of everlasting covenant that whatever that is dead comes back to life by covenant by the blood of the covenant. Whatever that the enemy tries to put his hands on so that it can die as long as it comes across the blood it will come back to life in Jesus mighty name. Be it relationships be it families be it business be it what that is the boldness we have because now we can tell the enemy we can tell we can tell him and all his cohorts that the blood worked for me. The blood paid the price for me. When you see the blood pass over. Hello? Because I want you to understand that the spirit of death is the one that was released. And as the spirit of death was walking around, as long as they saw the blood, they jumped over. (laughs) You wonder where that is from. We are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus through faith in his blood. So, faith in his blood is what justifies us. It's not my deeds, it's not how long I have fasted, it's not how much I have given. Because some of us, we love fasting. And we think fasting is what justifies us. But God, I have fasted for so long. And I have given such a high, you know, God, I mean, these things should be justified. It is just by the blood. You're justified. By his blood. Faith in his blood. That's why we plead the blood. That's why we plead the blood. That's why at times even the things that come into your life that are supposedly not supposed to be in your life, when you plead the blood, it is sanctified. People, people, that which that which brought you a gift. Don't wear it. or oh, Don't wear it. Uh-uh. What does the, what's the work of the blood? To justify. To sanctify. okay, In Jesus name. I cleanse this dress. I mean you have brought me a designer dress. And I do not wear it because I am afraid you are a witch. I let go of a gift because I am afraid you are a witch. We sanctify it by the blood. And we partake. Oh. Amituria. <gasps> do you know how many. I have come across. I have come across a people. Um, pastors. Ambao, they were, uh, they know that that person in the village is the witch. And then that person brings them chicken. He <laughs> brings them chicken. And we know that this person is a witch. And perhaps I'm a you know, I'm an we as in I'm We say it, Amenuizia. <laughs> am I don't know if that is what they are looking forward to. I don't know. But people will take the chicken. Thank you very much for the gift. They slaughter the chicken. They cook the chicken. They eat the chicken. And then they throw the bones. And then the witches wait. They wait. Ah, they are waiting for the summer to get bigger. It's not getting bigger. They are waiting for them to start making those funny chicken noise. They are not making funny chicken noise. Those people now come back and they ask, How are you still alive? A chicken biryani. How are you still alive? By the blood. By the blood. So we sanctify. We eat. Some of us, the blood is, 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 is food poisoning um, absorber. <laughs> That's why some of us, we are not afraid of taking that kitimoto and you are saying, "Oh, Cj, it is ah uh-uh. ah." The blood has sanctified. <laughs> the blood has sanctified. And even and even the Lord tells Peter, "Do not call cast what the Lord has blessed." And this is in the context of meat. It was in the context of meat. Alimlete an yama, wanyama and then and then akaurisa. What do we see? All oh, these ones are like, kasasana. Not cold cast. What the Lord has blessed. The blood has justified. The blood has cleansed. The blood has set free. Imeisha. Ime. What were yesu? There is so much freedom. There is so much freedom in that blood. There is one, one, one more. There is plenty that the blood does for us. But I love this one the most. Reconciliation. Yes. That blood reconciles us. And when we're talking about the blood reconciling us, it's not just reconciling us to people that, you know, to me, or just the heavenly father, because the heavenly father, it's given. But I'm talking about some of us, some of you need to be reconciled to your riches. Because salvation is holistic. That blood, when it was shed, it first hit the ground. Then it went ahead and ran with the waters. It hit all the water bodies. I mean, as long as he was being stricken, when the blood would fly off, it, it sanctified even the air. So a Christian is reconciled. To the whole, it's a holistic thing. Everything about a Christian is 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 reconciled to them. Whatever ambacho zambi ikatutenga nacho, the blood of Jesus has reconciled us with. I don't know if you understand me. That's why there are times whenever you come across some warfare, ambayo we call on the blood. Call on the blood. Plead the blood. At this person we once were friends. And then suddenly they no longer want. I mean this is a person who has answers for me. This is a destiny helper. And suddenly they are giving you a funny eye. Suddenly they are no longer texting you back. Suddenly they are not emailing you back. Suddenly they are not calling you back. You say, "Uh -uh, what's not happening? I speak the blood. Let there be reconciliation. I reconcile my heart to theirs, I reconcile my mind to theirs, I reconcile my word to their ears and their heart. I reconcile by the blood of the lamb. Because let me tell you something: when the Lord wanted people to be separated, he sent forth confusion. And then language was cut. So, we are hana, nini, and then the vision did not come to fruition. So, I mean, he destroyed the vision by sending forth confusion. So, at times, the enemy uses confusion between you and the people that are supposed to be of help to you. And when you check, maskin, chochote, as you have not done anything against them, you have not planted any chuki, you have not done anything. But when you call upon the blood, Speak the blood of Jesus. I speak reconciliation. Whoever that is supposed to be of help to me in Jesus' mighty name, I speak the blood. Let the blood speak better things. Let the blood of Jesus speak mercy. Let it speak favor. Let it speak my name. I release my name by the blood of Jesus in the spirit realm. When they hear my name, it goes ahead with good news. My name is sanctified because there are people who speak ill about you. And they speak ill about you to the people who are supposed to be of help. And the next thing you know, by the time unakuta nanae, tengeneza ukuta. why? but speak the blood, baby. Speak the blood. You'll be surprised all how that mountain is just going, all that wall is going to just come tumbling down. And for some reason, they, now, now they see they're like, you are here. Meaning all the time you are there, they're not seeing you. Let me tell you something, people of God. This is Africa. Witchcraft is real. Even if you are come back, come back. Witchcraft is real. Is real. I can't tell you how many times I'm dreaming somebody is speaking things in my ear. Or I'm asleep and then you see somebody on the window you're reading something, and you know they are speaking something against you. I can't tell you how many times. Then you wake up and you call upon the blood, and then look, and then the next thing you know, this kuna kitu paso So you you can't sleep anyhow. Speak the blood. Cover yourself in the blood, because what I say, ah, matumizi adamu wapi. As in, the blood of Jesus, the work of the blood of Jesus was just once, you know, to, to just cleanse us of our sins and then that's it. But let me tell you something. The blood of Jesus is one of the greatest weapons that have ever been released unto man. It's a mystery that you'll never get to understand. You only need to believe by faith and move with it. You'll be surprised what the blood of Jesus can do for you. You will be surprised. Because the blood of anything carries the life of the thing. Henceforth, the blood of Jesus carries the life of Jesus. That's why when we release the blood, we are releasing the life of Jesus. Now you tell me, wherever the life of Jesus is, what is it that can stand against the life of Jesus? Hello? At times, all you have to do is, God, I cover myself in the blood of Jesus. You know, people make fun of us. Eh? They say, hey, you believers. Eh? Everything, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Listen, it's a bloody business. Our faith is a bloody faith. Everything about us is the blood. hatuna Forget it. Why? It appeases him. Inanfuraisha. Sasa, kama ninajwe chintuchu kinocho ufuraisha. Kwanini nisunguke? Ndiyo maana maumbi ya nyo inda haraka sana. Ni maumbi ya toba. By your blood. May your blood speak better things. Tunatubu. Tusame. Kwa sababu kusameo, kuna kunapata na nadamu. Tusame. Tusame. You just get access to the... I, mean, I don't know how it happens. But somehow, angalia whenever tunasema tunafanya toba. Asking for forgiveness for the city, for the nation, See, for the what? You'll be surprised the atmosphere is different from when we are just attacking, attacking. Uh-uh. Before attacking, what do we normally do? We repent. Check me. I mean, search me. See if there is any wickedness within me. So that the enemy does not have a legal right against you. So he does not beat you as you're beating him. Hey. Hey, who are you? The blood should introduce you to the enemy and all its demons. So we speak the blood. What to There are those days you wake up like a mad person, you go through the house. You, you, I speak the blood. I speak the blood throughout the house. You're not speaking the blood. I'm sorry, Bagala members. But for some reason, if I, could, if, if I could move all the Bagala people into other places, I would. Some of them we already moved in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, and then you're just sleeping. You don't speak the blood. Some of you need to break bread with the, with the ground. Break bread with your house. That's why we do the Holy Communion. Remind the house that it is bought by the blood of Jesus. It is reconciled by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Let me tell you. Once you have spoken the blood... And you have sanctified the blood. All these things that we need fumigation to get rid of. You'll be very surprised they actually disappear. Ah, Listen, I've done spiritual cleansing over my house. I know what I'm talking about. Speak the blood. Speak the blood. Break bread with, with, with your house. Break bread. Remind the ground where you belong to Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus sanctified you on that day. When it fell on the cro- on 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 the ground, remind it. You will be surprised. There were times there were so many cockroaches. Now, Julissa, where are these human beings? I mean, not human beings, because you actually don't know if they're human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? That's why. That's that's why. <laughs> hey, that's why. And that's why there is a meme I saw. And I said, My only Africans that they want to speak to the cockroach before killing it. Like, <laughs> how dare you get into my microwave? And do you know they say microwaves and they don't die? What are those things? Cockroaches? <laughs> huh? Me uses. Get out. Why do you why do you feel the prompting to actually speak to it? <laughs> <Huh>? By faith. <laughs> Cuz at times, you know, growing, we have grown up in so much superstition. We don't know if you're dealing with uh, with the proper lizard or it is somebody's eye. <laughs> Cuz this is real. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Monitoring every step. Let me tell you something. Speak the blood over your house. You'll be surprised. I you, see. You'll be surprised. I'm telling you. You'll utashanga The cockroaches, they are less and less. You'll be surprised. They are less and less. I am telling you people from, you know, from experience. And then at least you even start feeling there is fresh air. There is fresher air in your house. Do it at least once every year or once every six months. Do a spiritual cleansing in your house. Speak the blood and then tell me. It reconciles us to good things, to great things, not just the heavenly father. Between us and that which is rightfully ours. Don't think that simply because he died for you on the cross, now you have everything for free. You have to now claim that which is rightfully yours. Because the enemy is claiming against you. And some of you, your words is what is getting into trouble. Because by your lips, you will either be alive or you will die. You will either eat. I mean, you will eat the fruit of your lips. So if you keep saying, ah, me, I think, oh. Whenever you you speak negative, that is what you shall. That is exactly what shall happen. We decide, ah, uh Me, I speak the blood. At times we do not know what to speak, so we send the blood because the blood is alive, it knows what to speak. It speaks better things than that of Abel, speaks better things than those of demons, it speaks better things than what the witches have spoken, it speaks better things, so release the blood, it will speak better things, it will speak the right things. Stand up on your feet. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.